millennials, yeah, we back at it again. Versus the world, you know that we gon' win. Right by my side, got my family and kin. Go, K-Dot. man, this podcast is tough. K-Dot like Giannis, he keep it above. Millennials up and we ain't getting stuck. No, they ain't ready, you think we gon' stop? Maryland and D.C., we got it on lock. Tune in, we live, and you know we the spot. Panels and parties, you know how we rock. Uh, millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Damn, like, bro, like, <laughs> we about to be live. We about to be live, y'all. Jay, I only said what I said because I seen, I was telling Keenan, I went to. Because I, he's better. You said what you said because he's better. I went to a game. I went to an actual game. Bro. Hey, we on, y'all. No. I went to a game. All right. When we played, no. when we, the year we won the Super Bowl, I went to that game when we played uh, at Charlotte. And first half, we couldn't do that. We couldn't move the ball or anything. This is when we were really good. And then the second half, we started moving the ball. And I was like, damn, we're getting off. And then I was like, oh, Luke, Luke is hurt. And I saw the impact that he actually had on the game. Like, I seen firsthand. And maybe I'm a little bit biased because of that. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I yeah. had to give him the edge. Because I, I haven't seen Bobby. I Just in the games I watched, maybe and, I haven't and, watched and enough. I haven't seen Bobby do better, that. And he's not better. I don't, I'm not saying that. It's debatable. <laughs> it ain't like it ain't debatable now. It is debatable. All right. So what up, man? So, man those first two words, hey, for the record, Jay is steaming. Okay, y'all. Jay no, is no. steaming. All right. It's the Millennials versus the World podcast. It's your boy. And Jay is on fire. Do you hear me? <laughs> all right, bro. I'm I'm chilling, bro. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Jay. <laughs> hey, Jay made a 180, boy. Yeah, hey, it's the Millennials versus the World podcast, and the only thing you need to know right now, Jay is hot. The only spot you get authenticity <laughs> entertainment at the same time, man. So, hey, man, check it in, boys. How, how was y'all weekend, man? How was how was y'all weekend? How y'all been living? How's everything going? It was good, man. Weekend was good for me. I've been living pretty good. What about you, Lewis? Yeah. Oh, he's short too. I'm good. Hey, I coached that first game, man, of basketball, bro. Oh, how'd it go? It was good. We won, man. I got a good team. I got a good team. Oh, okay. That's good. That's My good. son, he's actually better than I thought. Your he, son thought plays for you right now, right? Yep. Yep. So we had a good. It was good. Oh, did me. you say your son better than you thought he was? Yep. Damn. <laughs> okay. Like you, further, further you explain. On record. Yeah, yeah. Like, what did? You, how good did you think he was or was not? Because he didn't want to play, man. I'm trying to get him to play more sports, just so it helps. Everything helps one another, right? He really wants to okay. play football, okay. but I'm teaching him like basketball helps you develop coordination. You know what I mean, and all these other things. Is he so, good or just better than what you thought? He's better than what I thought because he's never played basketball. So, okay. Um, okay, we went to the gym Sunday and we start working on some things, and I saw him improve like immensely. So, really, mm. his biggest thing is he just needs to work on dribbling, which you know that's just repetitiveness. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has a potential to be good. He has the potential to be good, and I can say that with a straight face. That's good. That's, That's good, Lewis. That's mm-hmm. real good. Uh, so, it, well, yeah, if me, man, I caught food poisoning Saturday, bro. So I was down until like oh, no. early, bro. Oh my God. Yo. Hey, <laughs> check on your people. Wait, bro. did you get it from Golden Corral? <laughs> nah, nah, go to Corral. <laughs> Yo, right Lewis, go ahead, bro. No, I had to go to Corral. Corral. Right. That did me That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's what he was talking. He said, nah. nothing. Yeah, I went you to a hibachi spot, bro. Hey, that ain't fucking boy, boy. Y'all don't like going to Corral? I like it. Nah. Hey, but I feel like, I feel like the older I get, the 
Oh man, I don't want to say the this. more you realize them niggas nasty up out there. No, I'm not I'm just saying it's like even like you want some rice. <laughs> buffet, yeah, like buffets are not like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's funny, it's funny that y'all think when we stop at fast food restaurants where you can't see anything that's healthy though. Hmm? I don't think that at all. But but I, I rock with Golden Corral. I don't eat it often, but when you want a little quick little something, something that work for the family. But nah, man, we went to a hibachi spot, bro. And it's just we ate Saturday, took little man to like a little play gym joint. Uh we went there, we went out to eat, and when we went out to eat, it was smooth because we were sitting by ourselves and everything. And then um when we got back, we were straight. And then the wife woke me up like 12. I was like, yo, I think I got food poisoning. Or a stomach bug, but our first thought was maybe the little play gym with all those kids is where she got it from. Right, right, right. But the right. thing was, I was like, mm, well, I'll be feeling bad. Then I started up, and the only thing that confirmed that it was food poisoning is because Cameron didn't eat; he just kept drinking juice, and he was the only person in the house that was good. Thank God. He, you know what I'm he, he was smart. Yeah, he was smart, <laughs> bro. I don't want. I don't want this. Yeah, shit. He did me cruddy, bro. Y'all know hibachi. You know what I'm saying? You gonna pay for that? You know what I'm saying? So you um, pay for it. <laughs> But anyway, man, checking on weekends, bro. I know y'all heard about. So I don't even know which way to go first, bro. We talk about the pandemic. I know y'all heard about Miss USA. Uh, yeah, bro. That's all I've been talking about out here. So, 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 so let, let's get on that, man. What's y'all? I don't want to say y'all thoughts on her life, but like what happened, how how more often that's becoming. How we think these successful people are doing what they want, but they battling demons. So, what's y'all thoughts on? You know, since she, her she committed suicide at our age, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. What's y'all, what's y'all thoughts on that? It's uh, it's sad. I hadn't really digested it. My wife and I literally were talking about it, and you know, she's from the area that I'm in. Um, that's true. True. That's true. all. This that's all that's been. Uh, you know, people have been have been talking about. I don't. I think it seemed like the pressure of her world that she was in. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, about it seemed like this the thing that that we're hearing a lot about right now is that she wrote the letter that she had wrote to Allure or the article in Allure, where she was talking about you know turning thirty and the, the pressure. Uh, of that and how that like kind of like the running back in football when you turn 30 it's kind of you're disposable at that point yeah it's like a young man's right. game so in her world maybe it's a young woman's game or a young person's game and um you know the pressure of being successful in that realm but she was also a working professional she was a lawyer too so okay i thought i read that too okay. i didn't know yeah. that i didn't know yeah, that yeah I, I did read that today so that i mean it's like I don't know. Did she feel like she didn't have any options, or she just didn't want the pressures of being being living up to this mystique? Um, I don't know, but that's tough. That's tough to deal with. I can't speak on that. I don't really have much more than that, bro. Yeah, when I actually saw it, it came across my time. I didn't know how she died. At first, I thought it was natural cause. I saw it. It was like you know she dies at thirty. So I'm like, damn, you know, same age as me. That's young. Then when I saw the article after that, and I was like, man, she committed suicide. It's like. The first thing I thought about was I think that a lot of people are dealing with the pressure. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or what, but oh, I think the me. pressure of like the pressure of actually just like Lewis kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, just like being what you think a 30 year old is supposed to be. Like whatever that image is of what you think you're supposed to be doing at whatever age you're supposed to be doing. I think those pressures that normally before then used to be like, oh, I mean, it's, you know, I'm not here yet. Now it's so like frowned upon if you're not doing X, Y, Z, that it's like, it's putting, taking people through the ringer because I've known multiple people within this year that have committed suicide. Sure. Like most, I've known multiple, like personally known personally? multiple people. And I'm just saying, personally, I've known multiple people that committed suicide. And I'm saying, thinking like- Were they around the same age, Jay? 
Yeah, well, one was 35, one was 32, and one was 28. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting here thinking in my head, like, you know, I try not to be judgmental, but I'm thinking in my head, like, what the fuck could push you to want to kill yourself? I don't know, though, because I don't think of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, when you're dealing with stuff like that, you don't know what people are dealing with. So it's like, I try to check on people, make sure they're good, because you never know when people are... (laughs) Some people can't come back from feeling, you know what I'm saying? And the funniest like, part about little mama coming in, she know to go right back out. <laughs> hey, I, hey, she was like, hey, she get up out of there. Hey, Louis, Louis ain't about to turn his head too much, boy. Louis is like, Louis but, looking like, I told him not to come here. She's going. They gonna keep talking. making appearances. They do it every. They doing it every week now. Bro, they can make guest appearances. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Louis. Yeah. Man, they can make guest appearances. Bro, bro. you a good dad. You're just bro. a whole father, bro. Damn. Yeah, you a good dad. <laughs> All right, yeah. man, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, damn! Stop fucking me. It's sad for being a good dad, bro. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Hey, and, and just to let y'all know, right now, I don't know what minute this is, but Jay just got over being hot. So officially, he's back to being Jay right now. Earlier, okay. before all that, Jay was hot. Now he's back to being okay. normal. But it's eight thirty-seven, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not dealing. I'm not dealing with you tonight. Hey, too, hey, hey, no, 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 I appreciate it, bro. For real, for real, man. Because I knew you was mad. You, you know what I'm saying? I understand it. But to your to, to your point, though. <laughs> I think two things that Lewis said that was real good. <laughs> in that world, for some reason, age is looked viewed negatively. Like you can't, it's, it, it's no aging gracefully in that world. It's just not. It's like the next, you know, like you said, young man's game, young woman's game, whatever, whatever. I'm going to go a little deeper, bro. I, so, Jay, I'm on the other side of what you said. And one of y'all correct me. Which one is it when you feel the other people's feelings a lot? Empathetic. Empathetic. Yeah, I think I'm very empathetic. Like I'm empath. Like I, I, I can rap with somebody and feel what they're feeling. You know, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. I haven't had those thoughts personally to myself. But like I give, I give you a real one. Like, so are you saying that you can rap with somebody and feel that they're suicidal? I'm not gonna say I'm I can. I'm, I'm not gonna say I could feel that they're suicidal. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I think I can feel somebody and say like, "Hey, bro, you need to go talk to somebody." Like this conversation ain't where it need to stop. You get what I'm saying? And I think, okay. and the okay. reason why I say that is, bro, it's a it's a mental threshold that everybody uh, has. You know what I'm saying? And this is going to sound so crazy, but this is so honest. People will always say, oh, God, I'm, y'all going to ding me on this. I don't understand why dads, I don't understand why dads leave. I don't understand why parents do this. I don't understand that. When I became a dad and realized how hard it was, I understand it completely now. I, we, as black men, mm-hmm. been going through what we go. You mean you understand that why they left, bro? Completely, because it's not easy. I think we downplay it being easy because we there. You understand what I'm saying? Because we won't okay. let up. We downplay it being easy because no matter what, it's not gonna stop us. That goes back to that mental threshold we have that's like not normal. But oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. And we okay. also are in a situation. Lewis, why are you looking like that? I'm let, I'm letting you. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your response. So, I, so secondly, there be continue. No, nah, cool. But but secondly, <laughs> who you had kids doesn't cool. matter. <laughs> if, if you if y'all didn't like your baby, if y'all didn't like who y'all had kids with, do you think it would be as fluent as it is? No, it wouldn't. Like I don't give so, a damn. I don't care, man. Like that's a mindset of a loser. I disagree. But you never quit. So you've never quit anything in your life. It, I quit before, but so, I'm so not you got quit. the mindset of a loser then. At at certain points in my in my life, yeah. But I quit because I don't quit something that I created. I don't start something and quit. 
I may join and say, I want to be a part of something and quit. But if I create a life, I, I started that. I had I haven't quit anything I started myself. Contrary to belief. Like, like, like if you join an organization and you quit, Lewis, right? Uh, let's say right. you join an organization, right? And you quit. Technically, that's still quitting on something you joined. I get what you're saying as far as the creative aspect from it. But I think what Keenan is trying to like group it all together and say, if if that was the case, everybody would be losers. Because you we will all have loser mentality. I mean what he's saying is the people that are like the dads that are leaving, we have to realize that they had a certain threshold. And he's saying he can understand. He's not saying that he would do it. He's just saying he can understand maybe why they did it. The same way people commit suicide, we'd be like, what? Right. Like life wasn't that hard. I feel you. I'm just saying, like, for me, my having kids is what I wanted. You know what I mean? So if it's something that some I can't speak from the perspective or even can entertain the perspective of having a kid and then not being there. To me, right. I can I can I can I can empathize with quitting, right? Like I've all done that, but to create a life and to just say I'm not gonna do this anymore when I created this child, I don't I can't get I just to me. I just can't get, I can't get with that, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, but Lewis, let me ask you, let me ask you a real question, Lewis. Have you ever had a parent quit on you? Hell yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, that's why you won't quit. That's the difference. That's what I was about to say. You only yeah. won't quit because a parent quit on you. Right, right. And I understand the that's impact That's what pushes of that. you. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the impact of that. To right. not be a quitting parent. Right, right. I understand the impact that has. So, so, so okay. do you not mm -hmm. think that that makes your mental threshold higher than others, though? Facts. So, so you're proving my point, though. Everybody to think that everybody has that mentality is just simply not true. That's you know true. what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. I would take being a dad out of context of being a black dad. Let's just all yeah. be dads for a second. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. As me and my father grew closer, I realized, like, yo, I wouldn't have did it. I get why you did it. I don't agree with it, but I see it loud and clear now. You 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 understand what I'm saying? I but something parenting is hard, man. Life is hard. Fuck. That's a fact. Well, yeah, okay, like, so I'm gonna go back to your mental threshold. What part of your life do you feel like was easy? Nothing. So you're proving my point again. So that's what I'm saying. Why quit? The shit's gonna be hard over here. It's gonna be hard over there. Well, I, I get what y'all saying. Y'all like Lewis is saying like if life was already hard, like why quit now? Like I get what you're saying, Ken, about the mental threshold. But if he's like, if all your life has been shitty, like at the end of the day, if it's been hard the whole time, why quit now? What you're saying is people have a certain cap of like what they can tolerate. And then it's like, after that, you can understand why people do certain things. Cause like, I can't handle that anymore. Right, Kenny? Or am I missing y'all? Yes, yes but, I, but was... I never look at ki having kids as, I never looked at me taking care of being there for my kids as a choice, as something I can quit. Right. I mean, Louis, the more you talk, the more you prove my point. So I do want you to continue. I know, man, but that's just, I just, like, I understand why I get, I get, I get, you can't sympathize with that. You can't sympathize I, with a dude that, and I don't disagree. Yeah. And what, I, what I'm simply saying is that even to the point of your life being hard the whole time, right? Imagine somebody that hasn't experienced turmoil or obstacle to that point. Mm -hmm. Like, they may have had it easy all the way up until this point and mm -hmm. say their situation, who, who they had kids with, wasn't, they made a bad decision, got caught up and did that. That don't, Jay, Jay, you good? Yeah, am I freezing? Okay. Uh, you good, bro? You back now? You back now? But um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, people that had that didn't make the best decision with who they had had the kid with and all that stuff, bro. I think and, and to the and not to make this about fatherhood, but like to the point of what's going on now, like there's a lot of people that just don't have a certain 
mental capacity on their own. They got to seek help. They got to get more yeah. help. I will argue. I'm one of those people. Cool. And, and I'm learning how to ask for help, bro. But yeah, I'm me honest. too. Me too. But the, the point I'm making about Miss USA, you know, we always know we don't know what people are going through and things like that. Yeah. Like, we don't know what bandages she had on to hold that up and for how you don't know what. And for how, how long, too. Huh? <laughs> and for how long, too. Because, Jay, you got to think about this, and I'm going to use this because I watched the Janet Jackson uh, documentary, right? Hey, that's good, too. It was. It was. So, so Joe Jackson, right? His kids had a mental threshold where his parenting, yeah, it was hard, but he made, he did what he had to do with his kid. Every kid can't take that type of parenting. No. So nobody knows. I'm not calling her parents bad or none of that. That's not what I'm saying. But we can still have a a negative impact while we're trying to do positive things. Nobody knows what kind of training mentally she had to go through as a child just to always be perfect, always be seen this way. No, you got to step correctly. You got to wave correctly. Your hair got to be like this. No, you got to talk like this her whole life. And then you put her in the court system as a lawyer where the hours are probably crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to map out her life, but what I'm saying is like, we don't know what time you got the pressure of putting somebody else's fucking life in your hands. Yes, other pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, I just, so Jay, what's your thoughts on, 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 on the, on the fatherhood thing? Well, what I said specifically about the threshold. I mean, I can, I can see both sides. Like I can see, like, I'm not committing, like, I'm not saying that, oh yeah, I see why. Yeah. That makes sense. Why they got up out of there. Like, cause I don't see why they got up out of there. You know, at the end of the day, life is hard. And I feel what Lewis is saying on that aspect, like, yeah, this shit hard, but like you can choose you everything is a choice and at the end of the day like you made that choice to leave because it was easier for you at the time whether it was right or wrong i can't determine that because that was right for them what i'm saying from my perspective is that shit is always going to be wrong if you leave something unfinished that's wrong because at the end of the day mental capacity or not bro you got to understand the bigger picture and the bigger picture is those kids need you now the help that you may need in the process of that you got to be aware of that yourself and say you know what i know they need me but I'm pouring from an empty cup and I need to get some help. But just flat out leaving a kid and saying fend for yourself, that'll never be cool with me. I, I don't think I'm really arguing those, the ones that were never, never had intentions of being a dad, but the ones that never knew, bro. And I, I'm not defending deadbeats. Please don't take that. Please don't take it that way. Cause I'm not. Come on. We, come on. We know that. Come I, I, on. I, I, just, come on we know that. I think, and you yeah, know, know and, and you know, I think from, from, you know, a very, unique perspective i think i just seen enough in real time as i've been a dad not in my past like just as i've been a dad i'm like oh it's not easy especially people like myself who is just me him and his mom when we both mm-hmm. had food poison on saturday excuse me on sunday we both had to make sure he was good it was yep. no like can somebody watch the baby for a little bit and yep. i'm not saying that people get sick enough but what i'm saying is that imagine that happening over and over and over in a different capacity. Some people not built for that, bro. Some people listen, not bro. I, it's my wife and I. We went through that. We go through that now, right? Being being where we are, and we've always felt that way. You know, not really having the support. So uh, we talk about it now. Like we we you know Valentine's Day, we got to take them with us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to the restaurant, you know what I mean. So it's that that we 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 deal and we struggle with that. And I think uh, I'm very fortunate and blessed to have a good partner. You know that 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 you know we 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 making it through but it's had a strain on us and it's i mean there have been times we were like man if we both if we didn't stay together it would be an advantage because i see my friends that maybe have uh joint custody of their kids yo me and 
Do you remember? Live, I'm wait. I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying they go out live their lives and all this stuff because they split up. But then when you're together, like you don't get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, and, that's so that's right. tough. I mean, that's tough, man. Jay, do you remember when we was talking about on social media when people like when people live their best life? Huh? Yeah. Can you see me? Yeah, I mean, you, you. I mean, we'll we'll make it work, bro. I'm not being funny. Uh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear y'all. I said, do you remember we were just talking about a couple of weeks ago, how, like social media people be, oh, best life, best life, but it's really the fact that like you have split responsibility, so it does free you up, and people exactly don't get it to- yes, it, it, it's crazy you say that, Lewis, because we was literally saying we were how, just like, talking about that shit. It, it was, bro. A lot of things, and, and, and when you're together and you try to make that time it wears on your partner. Like when you yes. try to take breaks for yourself and any dude that's, that thinks about their wife a little bit, is like, damn, bro, I just went somewhere last week. Right. Or I just did something two weeks ago. Right. I did something three months ago. I ain't even got it. You know what I'm saying? It's like- And then another another thing too, to go back to the Valentine's Boy, your phone killing you. <laughs> Jay, your phone killing you, bro. Even if you think about the, the time, like let's, let's Jay, we ain't catch none of that. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Now. Okay, look. I said the thing that Lewis was talking about as far as like the Valentine's Day stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when you like and, and to go back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. when you have those moments to where like you're together, when you do, let's say for example, you get a babysitter, right? Y'all be so fucking stuck together that if you do get a babysitter, and let's say Lewis might plan something for him and his wife, people don't understand when you together. It's like, damn, that's cool. I would love to go out with you, but I ain't even had no time for myself. Yep. So y'all talking about the people that were split up, like you said, like when you got that time, like, okay, it's your time. I got the kids. You do your thing. People don't understand. That shit can get overwhelming, too, because it's like, damn, we were just together. Even though we got a babysitter, like sometimes it's good for y'all to have a babysitter and be like, look. We'll link up later on tonight. You go do your thing with your homegirls. I'm going to do my thing with my homeboys. And let's just link back up tonight to give us that space. I think people don't understand that as a couple either. It's hard to get all that, man. And I feel like, and I'm going to tell you why I also feel like split split up or single couples have an advantage. They get more support too, because people be like, oh, this is a single mom. Oh, this is a single dad. So I feel like more people try to come in and help people out. You know what I mean? When it's it's people together, they assume I feel like the assumption is, and I feel like my family and people look at it as, oh, y'all good. Y'all got each other. Like, yep. no, nah, we still need that same. We need that support. Too. <laughs> no, we need, we need that support, support too. Bring that over here. Yeah, bro. like it's, it still exists. I'm going to tell you what's crazy. What I struggle with, Lewis, with what you just said, tying straight into that. Two things. I think millennials out of protection make bad parenting decisions, meaning that like we're so protective over our kids. Sometimes if the right person don't offer the support and we ain't like they're cool and we know the kids will be safe, but like just because we're uncomfortable because for whatever reason we done made up, we won't do it. And like we try to protect our kids so much that we yep. like what's the odds that we actually let them go? You know what I'm saying? And then that's none to none. And, well, and that's then, my wife, 100 percent Yeah, and then on top of that, on top of that, it's um uh, um uh, dang, you said something else. You said uh, we still need that support too. You say we still have each other. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and we're and then, saying like when you like when you a couple and you together, like people like you need that time too. Like look at y'all, like oh no, nah, they good. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I said like you know we won't let them go. Oh, and then secondly, 
we have this mentality of like, we don't, I don't know how y'all are. I know how I am. Like I struggle asking for somebody to like, it's, it's different. Somebody calling me like, Hey, let me get Cameron. I'll probably be open to it. But for me to muster up the strength, like text somebody or call them like, Hey, are you busy on this weekend? Do you mind it? Right. Boy, boy, yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's it is hard. hard. I, it is hard. But what's your thoughts on that, Jay? Uh, I mean, I, I just feel like, like I said, like when it comes to like, um, I think Lewis said it the best. Like when you're together, it's just looked at stuff totally different, bro. Like when you're, you're absolutely together it, and not even to, you know, what's crazy. Let me go ahead and talk about this too. Not even together, like in a relationship wise, when you're staying together and doing whatever, when people think you have your life together, oh, they yeah. look at you totally different. Like yeah. whether it's, they think you're financially good. They think you're like spiritually, whatever, like, People look at you and, and that goes back to like those the times you like, no, nah, I need y'all too. But it's like, oh nah, y'all good. Like and, and it's like you feel awkward asking them because it's like, well, damn, we do need a break. But I can't ask you that because people all have the assumption because of what they see, whether it's your house, whether it's your car, whether it's whatever. Oh no, nah, they good over there. You don't know what people are going through. But people are so damn quick to assume that stuff. I don't like that. That, that ties back to the whole suicide thing. I mean, you would have thought someone, me, just on the outside, I'm a victim of that. Thinking about Miss USA, smart, a lawyer, you, you know, Miss USA, like, you know, a, a host on extra. Like, oh, what do you have to be depressed? You know what I'm saying? What do you have to be yeah. depressed about? Like, your That's life is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, sometimes, sometimes those pr- the pressures to keep that stuff can, can get to you a little bit more. So that's a great transition. So the next thing would be like, what effects do y'all think the pandemic had on, you know, us as a society, personally, all that stuff. Cause that, that that's like perfect. What he was saying about the pressure mm-hmm. of, of all that stuff. Uh, anybody could take it, you know, us up for grass. What do y'all feel like well, the pressure, the, well, I, not the pressure, what the uh, effects of the pandemic was? I think the effects of the pandemic on a lot of people, uh, for me, from a personal perspective and what I see from people around me, mm-hmm. I think that it, it, it forced people to sit down and focus on themselves and really see who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. So it made you like sit your ass down and be like, now that the smoke is clear, I can't go anywhere because the city shut down. I can't do this. What is it and who am I as a person? And when it started making certain people do that stuff, it really started tearing their mind up because it's like, wait a minute. You realize that those outside things that you had access to was really your identity. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, when you took that away, a lot of these people didn't have an identity. So it's like, even when it came to certain people, like with their kids, you look at them and their kids and then you like, okay, cool. You got time in the house. And it's like, shit, you take them from working to like now certain people working at home and you working at home and your kids at home. Mm. So you're never getting a break. Mm-hmm. This is for teachers, anybody, I'm being real. Yeah, yeah. So you got to think about the time frame of like you being at home all day, eight hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Your kid is at home all day. Then sure. when you get off, you're back into still full time parent. You never get a break. For sure. I think it tore. I thought. I think it tore people up mentally, man. Yeah. I, Lewis. No, I, I'd agree with that. Like you hear about people getting divorces left and right because when you in those environments with someone forced to be there with someone every single day, you know what I mean, and then. You don't have the luxury socially to interact with people the way you once did or a plan. Like people don't, I underestimate, 
I underestimate the value of vacation because vacation is not just a vacation. It's that you're giving yourself something to look forward to. Mm. You know, that's good. That, that's the anticipation, good. like Christmas, Christmas is cool, but like leading up to Christmas is probably better, right? Because just the anticipation of it, you know what I mean? Or it's just as exciting. But also, for one thing that it taught me, like I didn't see my grandmother, my, my uh, great grandmother, for or or my mom's side of the family for months. And there, that's the place I would go for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And um, I actually got to go maybe six months ago and like it almost had me in tears because you're here with us, Lewis. Yeah, it almost had me in tears because, um, like you don't realize the effects of people on you, like spiritually. Like I mean, I, I, I say spiritually because, like, there was I. It was like a piece of my life had been restored when I seen them. You know, and I was around like, oh, this is that feeling. Like I hadn't had this feeling in a long time. I didn't realize I needed to get this energy. You know, this this type of you know. Um, you know, um, I guess, uh, yeah, just this type of energy from them. I didn't realize like this, I, this part of my life existed. It could exist again. Right, that's good, Louis. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah, make sense? Sure. Like, yeah, sure. somebody that's, that means yeah. a lot to you, like, it was almost like, and I hate to compare it to this, but like, you know, when someone passes away, you're like, oh man, I'll never get to this type of interaction again. Mm -hmm. It was almost like it was that part of my life was like dead. And then when I seen him, I was like, oh, I remember this. Like, yeah. I remember being able to, mm -hmm. you know, this family environment, you know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah, that was yeah. huge for me. I, I, wow. I, I, so my, my little boy, uh, sneakish. Talk about I, it. Talk about it. Bro. Talk, Talk about, about it. it. Uh, you know, a couple things, man. You know, I, I battle, I, I ain't gonna say a stint of depression. I think I was on the fence, but I got the proper help to get me through it. I think what really bothered me, man, I did a lot of grieving, man. I, every, every person, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I got three different things. So every okay. person that, everybody who thought my relationship to them was disposable showed themselves. So every person that I thought was a, that I viewed in a certain way, everybody that did not view me the same way, it exposed themselves because of the reason. For the first time in the pandemic, I started reaching out to people, having conversations like, you know what, man, I need to hear your voice. Like, let me rap with you more. And through doing that, the more of myself I gave, the more relationships blew up because they're relationships that you don't really feed that much into. How many times have you talked to somebody you rock with for an hour, but a family member called 30 minutes before that? You're like, man, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'll pick that up later. I don't feel like talking. So you kind of yeah. like prioritize these relationships. And I realized like everybody that didn't value my end of the relationship the way I did, it blew up. It blew up. Uh, secondly, bro, I just really realized that people ain't really what they present to be, bro. I think when you get to the nitty gritty of the pandemic and it's time, to actually be who you are, sit down with who you are, it's not who people advertise to be. And I think I was so disappointed because my expectation of myself was projecting on my friends and my family. And I realized that my expectation was to get through it, to still make stuff happen. And when I projected that, it tore that relationship up because they weren't who they told me they were this whole time. And I was projecting my expectations on everybody around me. And for people mm -hmm. that knew that wasn't for, it blew that shit up, straight up. Mm -hmm. You know what yep. I'm saying? It blew it up. Yep. Um, and thoroughly, bro, I just I think I learned to like put all my energy in my house a little bit, bro. Like I just kind of stopped having certain conversations with people. I think um, it's a sad thing to say, bro, but people don't really care about people like that. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You you have enough conversations with somebody, they'll tell you who they are right to your face, and you'll deny that shit. 
and keep going after it. Day in, day out. They're not a shit. You look them, boy, that's so good. And, and they'll so tell good. you exactly who they are. And, yeah. and it's unfortunate, but the pandemic taught me like, at this point, I've always been like this, but at this point, I don't put anything past anybody. I'm not applying that to Miss USA. I would never do that. I would never be that. Right, right, right. But right. as far as like what I was saying about the fatherhood thing and all that, I don't put nothing past anybody, bro. Because I think mm -hmm. the pandemic played on our mind. Wait, like you don't feel safe. You don't feel safe after you get out your car if it's not at your house. If somebody coughs, it's automatic COVID. If, yep. if, if, if you know what I'm saying, like, bro, if, if yep. somebody wears a mask, if somebody don't want to get vaccinated or do, it tells what political party they with, quote unquote. Yep. Like, bro, yep. everything has become a judging game. Everything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Judge everything. That's facts, bro. Facts. And, and, and my last one is, bro, I, had, I grieved a lot, man. I grieved a lot. And, and grieving is not always boohoo crying, but processing the feeling of loss. I lost a lot of. I'm not even gonna say good people, good things during the pandemic. But you know, everything that's good, everything is bad. Everything that ended isn't bad. So it's a lot of good things that ended, but it wasn't bad, bro. And I think the pandemic just taught me a lot of people aren't who they present to be. And it taught me a lot about myself. I, I pressure myself to the point where I don't think I can relate to people a lot because the expectation I have of myself doesn't allow me to explain my struggles verbally my struggles stay inward. You know what I'm saying? So I realized that I depend on myself way too much to figure it out. So that's what I learned. Well, you, but you got to think about, you talk about what ended, but you gained a lot too. Hell yeah. True, true, but. You gained a lot too. I, I, I agree. When and the I'm photography not, thing would have popped, you think that would have popped off if you wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened. Not. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I would tell you a crazy thing, Lewis. I think that that contrary to belief and this is true transparency i think being that skilled at a lot of things or having that ambition can play against someone like me because you never know now i know what well, i should say now i'm digging at it but like uh -huh. no it wouldn't happen but it did you feel me but in the same note like when you feel like you could do anything you can learn anything be skilled at anything what's to say to choose what's to say like let's go with this you know what i'm saying yeah you know you can stuff, do a lot of different things yeah photography yeah. stuff because it but was I, I, yeah I, I i agree but i i think I, I agree with what you're saying ken i think what lewis is saying is like the pandemic even the very ambitious you know all that stuff it pulled that out of you to be like mm -hmm. okay let me find something different not saying that that never would have happened but you got to think about the time frame of what it would have happened you know maybe five ten years down the line but the pandemic made you pull that out faster to where you was like wait a minute let me just let me just grab a camera and see what's going on. I think that pandemic actually pulled that out of you, even though it was inside mm -hmm. of you already. It made you say, you know what? Let me just see what this camera life is. I just want to take some pictures real quick. For, for sure. But Jay, I think my issue hasn't been the outward effect of pandemic. For me, it's been more inward. That's like I think okay. deciphering through what I really feel and how I really view myself and how I really feel about my like that's for a different time. Like I think it was more inward for me. That's all I was saying. What about y'all family and friends and relationships as far as the pandemic goes? And it may not have changed think, anything. Yeah, I think it changed a lot of for me, like just the dynamic of like family, friends, relationships, you know, with different people. Um, just the pressures of trying to, I think now in 2022, just the, the area and the, the place that we're in, I think finally people are starting to take mental health serious. 
it's a lot of Dang. You about to say something good. Anyway, you know. I know. Jay, I can't hear you, bro. Jay was about to say something really good. good. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. You, you said, speaking okay, good, my bro. Bad, my bad. Yeah, I said a lot of people, I think it brought light to mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people are finally starting to like take charge of like, okay, you know what? Maybe I do have something going on. Maybe I do need to see somebody because like a lot of mental health that we should sweep up under the rug. And this is from past, you know, family experiences. And then this is also from not knowing yourself. So I think this pandemic has brought to me with relationships and issues with friends and family is that, yes, we do have mental issues going on with everybody, but what are we going to do about it? And what yeah. does it mean? It's okay. You're normal to have some mental health. Hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. That boy sound like Roger Troutman. <laughs> Hold on, Jay. It's killing him, boy. California, no party. It's killing him, boy. He don't even know it. He gets going. Jay, we, we can't hear nothing, bro. We can't hear nothing, bro. That we got. Dang, he kicked him out. What, what what about you, Lewis? I'm pretty sure he'll come back in. What about you? Um, yeah, I grew with Jay. Yo. Like, I didn't go to therapy until the pandemic happened. Was it because of the pandemic? Or you man, just like it was I, you know what? Speaking of kind of like this, you would say like the, the age thing, like I turned 30 and then the pandemic happened that following, like that following season. I turned 30 in August, the pandemic. Yep, right. that following March, yeah. Yep. So like following year. So you know, like, and then, like, I got promoted, and, like, so much had changed in my life and happened, and then the pandemic hit, mm -hmm. you know, I moved cities, mm -hmm. like, it's, it was a lot, you know what I'm saying, but I feel How like much I would you give yourself to process all those tra transitions? Man, I don't give myself time to do nothing. Is that to, uh, I take it back, I take it back, I wasn't giving myself time to process everything, because if I thought too much, I feel like I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I would think myself out of it, so, um, but now that I'm here and when I got here, I made it a point to 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 really like set my set those goals and do those things. I feel like the pandemic helped me, bro, to be real with you. Um, and it's helping my wife and I like we are it's helping me with y'all. Like it's it's making me understand the value of social interacting. I don't take it for granted anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I, I do this podcast because I see the value in it. I don't think right, if the pandemic right. happened, we'd all be on this call this frequently. Mm -hmm. for sure. No, we you wouldn't. Know? I don't think so either, Lewis. Yeah. So like it that or like um I could, I'm in a men's group in my church, and you know, we call I'm on that call every Wednesday and coaching, like it's making me do all I feel like it's making me really appreciate just being alive and seizing these moments. And this honestly it's really helped me a lot. Like I really, I really I feel like it's helped me, but also. Like, I do want to, again, like, I'm really learning that the social element of my life, I'm really, I'm really wanting and trying to figure out, and my wife, my wife is too. We we talked about it last night for hours. Like, we're trying to figure that part of our life out. Together socially or, like, together? Both, to, together and individually. It kind of ties in, right, because we talked yeah. about her have like, like, the type of friends that we interact with. Like, we're really protective of that because we know that the type of people that you interact with can influence you and can have an impact on your marriage. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So we we're really like really careful about and your family like we're really careful about the type of people that we let in. So hey Jack, can you finish? The environments play a big role. Uh, I was just about the mental health. I was just saying you were like, saying that people it, it started cutting out. We was like people think it's something wrong, and then it started cutting out. I said people think it's something wrong, especially in the African American African American community. Like it's something wrong with having a mental health issue. Like oh my God, it's frowned upon. Like no, acknowledging it and understanding that it's okay. Is like I think that's what the pandemic opened up because it made us realize like people are dealing with bipolar, you know, uh, disorder. People are dealing with like you know, even you know like all type of mental health issues. But I don't think that we were able to realize that because honestly, what it was for me and my relationships, it set people down. When you sit down and actually slow down, because Kenny, you don't told me this multiple times because I moved. At 110% at sure. all times. Yo, you always be like, crazy. Jay. I'm like, Jay. You, you be like, Jay, slow down. Cause I'm always yeah. like, you tell me something, I'm gonna fix it. Like, Louis be like, hey, Jay, this was going on. There. Okay, Louis, here go. I'm, I'm in five seconds, I'm giving you five solutions. Sometimes it's like, Jay, slow the fuck down. Think about it. When I started slowing down, I realized, oh shit. When everybody <laughs> starts slowing down and you, you actually have to give your, your mind time to process, you realize, like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got to sit with yourself. And that's what I think this pandemic did for people. You have to be able to deal with yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that is. The person that you go to sleep with at night, that's the person that you have to deal with and say, you know what? What am I really dealing with? Boy, that shit opened up a can of worms for a lot of friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. It did. Woo. Hey, you know what? To that mental health point and to what Lewis said about me, gang, you know what, Lewis, the issue I, I came to accept and I got to fix. And this was literally in the last 72 hours. I don't know how to be satisfied, bro. And that's not always a good thing. I can never yeah, see my success. Good. And this bothers me because it ain't even about money, streams, none of that. I can't ever see a goal I set out and I accomplish it as a success. I see it as one, but I can't ever, damn, I did that. Okay, that's cool. It's like the second right. is done. Okay, what's next? Right. Or you know, story. okay, go ahead, brother. No. I've, the book I'm reading about investments, um, one of the questions it asked, I thought was important, it said, why? Why do you want to get into this? And people say, well, like kind of what we talked about the other night on the phone, oh, I want to leave something for my kids, oh, it's just this, like, when you think about your goal setting, like, what is it, why, what's the why behind what you're doing? And normally, it's not the first thing you say. It's the second why after that. Well, why is whatever it is you're trying to reach? Why is that important to you? Mm. You know, mm. that's good. And okay, like you got to start. Bro. You got to start. Yeah, man. It's like layer. It's layers. You know, it's layers to. It's layers to the reasons why you may feel that way, Keenan. Do y'all ever feel content? I don't feel like y'all. I don't feel like y'all. No, nah, I don't. I don't think. I think. I think. For, for me personally, I never feel content, and I also think that the reason why I feel content is because in my life, anytime that I felt content and celebrated that contentness. People made you seem like, bro, you're supposed to be doing more. Like, fuck is you celebrating this little accomplishment for? So it pushed me to be like, okay, yeah, I got it. Cool. I made it to this milestone. What's next? It's always the what's next generation. So it's like when you get to that point, Kenny, you can't celebrate it. Because it's like you get to the point, it's like, okay, you got the house. Now you got to fully furnish it. Now you can, you got a four-car you got a four-car garage. Now you got to put four cars in the garage. Now that you got the four cars in the garage, it's like, okay, now go to the neighbor's house and you cut the grass. Now that house not big enough. Kenan said that he ain't going to get no other car. We talk, We had that conversation. Uh, Jay, um, Jay, do I care about cars anymore? No. 
I ain't gonna he hold you. Nah, he's trying to make me feel bad because I said I wanted. Uh, I, he's he trying to make me feel bad because. I was like, all these people driving around in BMWs and Mercedes acting like I can't get one. I'm gonna get one too. Shit. And that was my issue. Hey, Lewis, His if reasoning. You get to a '98 Mercedes. Ain't nobody saying you can't. <laughs> 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 ain't nobody saying you can't get that thing with three hundred thousand. Ain't nobody hey, do that, Lewis. Hey, but hold, before before I get on Lewis, let me make sure I process what you said. You're saying that <laughs> if you say why are you doing it, why are you doing something? I'm doing it because of this. And then if somebody was to ask me why are you doing that, that's your real why. Mm-hmm. Okay, but back to the I'll just make sure I caught that right because that yeah. was good. Hey, but hey, my issue that I gave Lewis was the reasoning behind it. Because you driving down the neighborhood though. They ain't gonna they gonna be stunting on me. See that I'm not even getting into that egotistical <laughs> shit right That's there. That pandemic mentality. Yeah, Sitting bro. Like, house, what? Y'all ain't gonna looking outside, looking what? outside like, of BMWs. Hey, but you, Kenan, but Kenan check Honda ain't good enough. <laughs> Kenan helped me, man, because he was like, bro. And we talked, he broke it down, and I'm like, man, that's what I need to do. Because the other why that I'm focusing on right now is way more important than that, than, than me, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. It's really what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's the thought of knowing that you can do something that allows me to be content a lot of times. Like, honestly, it's like, I don't want it. You know, it's the fact, I think I used to prove to myself in my 20s, I used to try to do things to prove that I could do things to prove to myself, but then you get to a point to where you, you know, that if, if it's something that you want, you can do it. The only thing that I, the only thing that I pursue now are the things that, that I really want to do. So I have to learn how to be content. And even the Bible talks about this, how to be content with all things, but I'm learning how, and I'm seeking for ways to be content in certain areas and certain things Mm -hmm. with certain things. So I think that's kind of learned, maybe the same way you learn goal setting or uh, accomplishment, you may have to you may have to learn being content as well. And, and just to add on to add, just to add on to that, Lewis, you said a good point in there. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you need to do it. Right. Yeah, you <laughs> might you may have good, the money, Jake. you may have a bread, you might have you know all the shit. It don't mean you have to do it though. Like for example, yeah, you can go out that BMW. <laughs> we all get that. Yo, I hate him, man. You I can go to the lot. You can go and pull up on the. We, we get it. But what is the when the smoke clears, you just got it just so you can say that you can, like, you can get it. You didn't need it, Lewis. I didn't know not to get it, to stunt on people. That's the part that bothers stunt. me, bro. Like, yeah, why that? Stunting on people is going to no, put hold on, Jay, you hold on, Jay. Hey, y'all, hey, I was just playing, but, some, but sometimes... No, you're, you're not playing. Stunt Look, I, think that's, I think you're being real. <laughs> some people, it's good to stunt on folks sometimes. Now. Okay, explain that. Why? Why do you feel that way? Like, yeah, you see what it is. Oh, my God. You know what's up. And he's serious. Hey, hey Lewis, hey, look. You stay in the same neighborhood as him, right? That's all the stuff yeah. you need. Is that not enough? No. Hold on, bro. Why? Can we help you? Did you win? I'm just you playing. Win? Hey, man. I'm no, playing a little bit. I'm hey, playing hey, Lewis, a little bit. You, win Nigga, you, playing, you playing 10% and 90% of the Did you win like yard of the month? I did the yard of the month one time. Why? <laughs> <laughs> lying, bro. I think you ought to, I posted on no, Facebook. He did, he did. He did. That's why I asked him that because I'm like, Lewis, what I'm saying is this. You're in the same, this is what we have to do with like a society. Hey, what You're kind in of people the same in neighborhood? neighborhood? Hold on, Jay. What kind of people are in this neighborhood? That was my old neighborhood. No, I'm talking to the one you, the, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying like where we live right now, Um, where we live right now, I mean, I just see like 
No, nah, bro, I'd be saying like, man, I see Ferraris, I see freaking, I've, I've seen like maybe 10 Bentleys since we've been out here. I think I saw maybe one or two Bentleys when we were in Korea. Do you want just, what they want or is it literally nah, to let them know that you can bro, do it? Bro, you know what, man? He's we just saying he can do it. But you know what we talked about? I can get a Bentley. But when we talked about before, <laughs> hey, if, hey, when I get a Bentley, I'm like, I'm out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm get a motherfucker, can't gas it up. Right. But no, I think that I'm not, I've always been the type of person that if I see something, like that's that's what that's a trigger for me. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like it's like if I see something, I see somebody else and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Cause like the as crazy as it says, whatever the mind can conceive, you can achieve. Like I believe that. But for me, mm-hmm. like, and I'm learning, Kenny, you talking just about imagination. But I'm learning how to create it here. But normally my triggers is like what I see. Like I, I would drive through neighborhoods and be like, oh, I want this just because they got it. Because I always felt like maybe growing up, I always felt like I didn't ever have I didn't have much. And I always mm-hmm. wonder why they would have why other people would have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I'm gonna get that. Like, oh, I'm gonna do that. They did. I can do it, too. You know what I mean? And now and mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm trying to retool that thought process and say, don't say don't want it because they got it. Want it because that's what you want. I, I, I right. and I absolutely right. agree with that yeah. last one. And, and to say this, out that same conversation you talking about, you actually hit me to how I'm gonna get my wife her next card. So just know we equal in that exchange. All right, you will. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I think you know. That's a ninety. That's a ninety nine, Mercedes. So <laughs> hey, hey, Jay, you know me. As long as she crank, hey, you, Jay, you know me. Long as she crank up in that. Hey, see, don't no, I do know you. That's what I'm telling you. Don't be you in that moment. Think me. I'm keeping my. I'm gonna keep. But thanks to Kenan, I'm keeping my truck. Now, if you ever come over and I don't open the garage, just know that I got a new car. No bad looking car. Bro, this dude right here, bro, gonna make me walk all the way around back to get Like, bro, I'm going open the back door. He want you. He want you to see that. Hold on. So, can I drive my car in your neighborhood, bro? Like, can it be seen? Can my car be seen parked outside your house? Yeah, bro. No, I didn't even like that. It's just that's me. It's people <laughs> hey, I'm tell, cars. Hey, Kenny, I'm gonna tell Lewis pick me up on the front. I yeah, bro. So can I put, can gate. I put my bicycle out there? Can I cycle there? Or bro, just like it ain't man. Y'all don't be like that, bro. <laughs> I'm about to. Hey, Lewis, I'm about to Uber over there. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in an apartment complex right now. I'm just saying, like, but I'm also the bigger city, right? Like, it's different going from Jamestown, Greensboro, like a slower paced. You know what I mean? To come into Charlotte. Like, you're going to see stuff like that in a big city. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I really wish. And and Charlotte is, you know, a big city. Can you imagine the culture shock I had coming to D.C.? Crazy. Bro. Even It's so funny because even still, I see the normalization to my friends when they start to come now on year eight, nine. It's normal Mm. to them now. But when we first used to get like, oh. Boy, that shit was mind-blowing. It's just like like this all the time, bro. It's never. It's never. And then it's like. The craziest part. Hey, Lewis, hey, Lewis, motherfucker be slow just so they see the Metro. Let's go ride the Metro, bro. Just yeah. slow. Bro, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. Steady. The first time we went to Vegas, Jay, for your birthday, 25, whatever that was, right? Yeah, that was my 25th year. 25th. I'm going to tell you the craziest part. I That's the first time I witnessed, that's the first time I witnessed a city never sleeping. And I yep. didn't understand what that meant. I that thought that meant partying all night. But what it means is it was like, my cousin, my cousin Chris told me that he was like, nah, bro. It's like, yeah, you know, people go to work, they get off, then they go to happy hour, right? Then after that, you got a social outing. By the time those people start partying, stop partying at night, the people are waking up to go for their runs and jogs in the morning. So it's yep. like literally you can see the cycle of life if you stay up. Like it's never yep. complete silence. And in nope. the city, when I was driving for Uber and Lyft, 
it's like, bro, if you stayed Ooh. out late enough, you'll drop you'll drop somebody off at home from the club, and then you'll be taking somebody to the airport to go to work. Yep. It's like, damn, it never, it just never stops. It's like this all the time. And you can literally see at five o'clock, somebody going to work, getting off, people going to happy house. Like every aspect of where life is at. And, and bro, I, even though I, I live in Maryland now, I love that aspect of the big city. I really mm, do. That true. joint, bro, that joint right there is, is just like, like crazy to me but Lewis, you never got on oh you was about to say something i can tell why we was looking no nah, bro i was i was just like i just kind of kept that up had a you know a breakthrough moment like it's been i've been driven by what i see and i've always compared what i didn't have to other people to to get to aspire so that that probably is what that's rooted in you know what i mean it ain't the fact that i can it makes me like oh now now i gotta work hard i want to work hard so i can get that but then but i'm at a point now where i know it don't matter what it is. It could be a woman. It could be the finest woman. It could be Kim Kardashian, whoever. It. I learned. You not say now, the finest like, woman then say Kim Kardashian like that. I mean, yeah, like you ain't think about Neil. They used to be. I don't like Sonia Lathan. I don't like Sonia Lathan, bro. Who says Sonia Lathan? I did. Neil Long. Neil Long. I don't like Neil Long either, man. But you like Kim Kardashian? They used to be my crush. It's like Melissa Ford. Yeah. Hey, keep talking, hey, Louis. If you, hey, Louis, if you like men, just say that. Go ahead, Keenan. <laughs> <You tripping. laughs> man, whatever. Hey, Louis, hey, you tripping. Hey, Louis, <laughs> say, man, hey, hey, go, Louis, Louis, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Louis. Hey. Tyra, Bank, Tyra Banks. How about that? But anyway, oh, but I'm just saying, like, but as men, we all know, like, eventually, even that, sh- that stuff going to get old. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know that. It could be the finest lady, but it's going to get old at some point. You know what I mean? You could get that Bentley, but one day you go walk by that Bentley, but like, I don't even care about that car. You know what I'm saying? You get that house, one day you're going to be like, all right, it ain't all that. Yeah. You know, like, I I know that. Let's go back to what Keenan was saying, like, as far as, like, you have that level of, like, not being content. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Because, like, yeah, you may get that, like, if we never, ever fully get satisfied to enjoy what we do have, will we ever be satisfied in life? Yes, because you gotta. I go into it now when I get things, I go into it expecting knowing that that's that the excitement I have about of getting it and having it will not stay. And if and my content cannot be in things, like I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but you you realize that your content cannot be in things, it has to be in Christ and in God. I'm but you a nigga that just said driving through the neighborhood depends on that makes you determine what car you're gonna buy. I said that's that's what triggers my that's what triggers my thoughts and my aspirations because I don't have one. If I if I owned a Mercedes, it wouldn't bother me. If I if I owned a Mercedes in my past, it wouldn't bother me because I never have. Oh, all right. Oh, I, I, I get okay. that. Okay. I, it don't you know what I'm that made on, but I get We just said it. That made perfect sense. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, because okay. I never have. Okay. It's like, oh, y'all ain't gonna be telling. Like, I can get one too. You know what I'm saying? Like in my mind. Got you. I'm not gonna say this on camera. When we get off, remind me to say something about. This. Just say Mercedes, and I'll say right. it. Is. Uh, right. I thought you were gonna say something about the woman. Nah, I'm gonna say something to you that's real, for real, for real. Um, you know what I think it is for me, bro. On the other end, about the not content side, probably in the last. Jay, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Jay, a fool. Nah, I'm gonna say something to this nigga for real. I Y'all know Halle Berry get on y'all's nerves at some point. You know, it's really my issue is like who you name more so than the action. Like yeah, that's I really mean, my sorry. Saying you talking about driving Mercedes and Teslas, and then you say Kim Kardashian. Y'all don't think Kim look good? No, I ain't gonna say she don't. 
I can't, I can't, I, mean, I, can't, straight, I can't like, respect I mean, what you stand she, for. Yeah, she I can't respect what you stand for, bro. Well, when you play, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not all the way there either, but I mean, like, she ain't, she ain't she not ugly. ugly. She not ugly. She not ugly. Yeah, I just can't, that ain't my cup of tea because of what she stand for to me. Like, she not ugly. I got you. Uh, I got but, you. But um, so what you saying is Earth ninety nine? You clapping and you think about what she stand for? Me? Yeah. No, but Earth ninety nine, <laughs> ninety eight, seven or ten. Like after a while, say you take that away from it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you if you held a conversation with her, something she say or do it turn you off before that. We're clapping. She is worth uh, billions of dollars. And I and I ain't a part of that conversation, so I'm probably be like, oh yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't worth that. I ain't did that. Conversation, but uh, hey, if you look at Reggie Bush's wife, he got the closest thing he could get to it now. But you, but, but you gotta <laughs> hey, understand, get that replica over there. He, he did, bro. <laughs> them lanes ain't about them lanes ain't about love for real. Nah, like you know that that you know what that's that's, that's, that, that celebrity marriage world love world is so different than what we really think it is, bro. Yeah, we just talked we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like it it ain't even remotely close. But what I was about to say about the the content thing, Jay, I think. Y'all said this last week. I think it was last week because I clipped it. I think it was last week. Y'all had said something to the extent of like giving. I think Lewis said something to the extent he was like, I know what I give, so I'm slow to give it because I know what I give and I would want that in return. Mm-hmm. This is going to yeah, say, and yeah. this, you know, this apply to who it applies to. It don't apply to who it don't apply to. It applies to who it applies to and it doesn't to who it doesn't. Bro, I ain't really got shit on my investments when it comes to friendships. Really? Like, and I had to be mature enough to understand it wasn't that I was seeking something in return. It was just knowing that, like, damn, like, I don't want the same thing, but if I ask for something, could it be, like, a little something? You understand what I'm saying? What you mean? Like, what? in what way, though, Keenan? Keenan uh, I, I had to realize that <laughs> I, I, I had to realize with a lot of people, <laughs> with a lot of people, they had already separated, they had already separated being a friend to me because how good of a friend I was to them. I never required people to be a friend. And I and I have to own that because I think the way I move, I mean, and, and that's not everybody, but in certain aspects, you rap with people and you talk to them and you realize when you're on the other side of the fence, it's like, ah, yeah, I ain't signed up for this. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And, right. and that's, you know what? Let me not just say friends. That's really hell. That's a that's lot of family members too. too. Huh? Hey. Hell yeah, that's relationships and family members yeah. too. Facts. Like you, you pour in a lot, and you be like, because people think reciprocation means the same thing. Reciprocation really means if I invest a hundred dollars, and I re- well, let me not say it doesn't mean the same thing because it low key does. But that's all about to say to me, it means the same thing. Like they, but, but everybody don't need like, the same thing. Everybody don't need everybody don't need the same, need the no, same exact thing. Like if, if what it requires of me to be a friend of you. It's different from what our may require for you to be a friend. Yes, yes, that's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. And okay. even when that's nowhere remotely the same, I realize, and this is more so a family than friends. I realize, like, bro, let's start with honesty. Like, do you know how many times, do you know in the last six months, how many situations blew up because, like, honesty or the lack thereof? And I'm not saying, I'm overly honest. So I'm not asking you to be overly honest like me, but at least when you when we do have to talk about something, be real. You understand what I'm saying? Like it ain't. But the that. thing is, I think I, I get that. But that I think honestly people irritates Jay. <laughs> it does because I think being real is so like for certain people because you can't really for certain people like 
being real to them means like uh, whatever the fuck it means. Being real to me is like being honest, upfront, yeah. whatever it is. But you can't, I, I realized this, and I know you laugh, but I realized this for family members, friends. When you're trying to tell somebody to be real, in their mind, they really be thinking they're being real. Mm. And it's like, to me, I really, I had to realize, oh shit, like they really feel like they're being real right now. Yeah. And in actuality, to me, the way I move, I'm like, you're not being real. But who am I to tell them that they're not being real? Exactly. That's why, who am I to tell them they're not being real, though? Yeah. I can give you But I get what you're saying. I know you're telling me. You get what I'm saying, Louis? I know where you're coming from, but then on the same token, it's like, who can, how can I tell them that they're, it's wrong. Okay, so I start falling back because I'm like, oh shit, I can't tell somebody they're not real or this ain't true and this ain't factual. When this is their opinion, like this is yep. their truth. See, Dang, see but, that smart. but but Jay, this is the thing that I have on that though. <laughs> in, in, in certain Keep ways, right, in certain ways, I would challenge. Uh-huh. When you say who, so Lewis, I give you an example. Like who's to say that, who's to say who's being real, right? This is when I have an issue with that. Let's use us three. Me and you and Jay hang out every Friday. Uh, Jay. When we hanging out, Jay keeps telling you about yourself, telling you about yourself, telling you about yourself, right? Every time. Jay mess around and does the same thing to me that he doesn't like you doing. Mm-hmm. And then I come to Jay like, hey, bro, like, how are you doing that when you don't even like Lewis doing that to you? What I do? Right. There's no way around that because we've all witnessed you do it to him and then him do, do it to me. And th- so my issue with real is like, whoa, 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 whoa. We witnessed it, right? Yeah. We witnessed it, right? Mm-hmm. But my defense, even though I was telling Lewis what he was doing, I didn't know that what I was doing to you was that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, so let like me say in, this. In my, in my mind, I'm not thinking, like you might be saying, Jay, you're doing the same damn thing. But if I never think that doing what you're saying, it never registers to me. Okay, so let me use an example that you can't get out of. Say say okay. every time we go to the joint, right? Yo, get the fuck out of here. Okay. No, I'm serious. Uh-huh. But but I'm dead serious. Yeah. But this is how this is how petty it be. So like say every mm-hmm. time we go there, Lewis only leaves enough money for the, the tab and never tips. Okay. And you every time like, hey Lewis, don't do the same thing again. Two Fridays mm-hmm. later, he do the same thing. We arguing with Lewis. Right, then right. you go, you go do it and say you had to cover the, the tip when Lewis did it. Then you mm-hmm. go do it. And then I covered it. I'm like, bro, how are you doing that? And you don't even like when Lewis do it. There, there's no way you can get around that. But people are like, it is. Okay, I'm it leaving. is. I'm. But then people will sit here just for like, yeah, the only I did leave a tip was because I had a bread this time. I'm, I'm fucked up in the game right now. No, to me that's being real though. That's different. What I'm saying is when people take that and try to act like they did. But we do don't it. know. If, we don't know if Lewis wasn't tipping because he wasn't good financially. Then I wouldn't be real at that point. Yeah, but but the, 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 my issue is. Is that I get exactly what y'all are saying, but I don't want it to get yeah. mi- lost in an argument because I'm not trying. I, to- I get what you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not like what I'm saying, I'm saying is this is how people think. Now, I yeah, but no, no. But what I'm saying is, say Lewis does it and you say something to him, and he jokes like, "Hey, man, like, come on, bro, like, you know, da da da." What I'm saying to say like, "Hey, nah, bro, I ain't got it." To me, that's cool because we close like that. But if you were to do that and be like, "Oh, nah, I don't know what you're talking about," like, "Nah, that's not what happened." Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, yeah, that's what? different. Yeah, that's different. Like, that would piss you. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be. That would make like, it ain't sad. that deep, but it happened though. Oh nah, bro. That nah, that one on me. I left. I left. I left enough money. I don't know what happened though. Hey, like, look, looking at the receipt, that blank. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what? But but but, like, like bro, and it's like, and it's like, 
back to, you know, bring it back full circle, bro. You know, pandemic effects or whatever you want to call it. It's hard because I'm a people person. Bro, them relationships got to go. I told you that joint on Friday, bro. Like, I woke up January 28th, 2022 and said F it to a whole lot. And that's just what it is. And I know that people are going to see... I know what I'm about to catch because people call me so many things that, I, that I'm not, they really about to see what it's like when you are really what they call you. You understand what I'm saying? And I, and I can live mm. with it, bro, because everything, everybody that's with you ain't for you, bro. And, and that looks, that looks like different things on different levels. Yeah. Lou, I see you thinking, bro. Go ahead and talk some trash, bro. No, nah, Brian, I got nothing to say. Oh, oh, Jay, you done? I ain't got nothing to say, bro. Hey, well, there it is, man. Millennials versus the world. It's your boy, K-Dot, man. We got Professor Blackstock, Deacon Cummins. We out. Let's get it. Y'all hate Jay. <laughs> what are you going to say about that Mercedes, boy? Oh, hold on. Hey, I ain't going to lie. Oh, 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 oh.